Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast which is about safar khoobsurat hai manzil se bhi. Manzil is investing in a mutual fund, but safar is whether I'm going to choose the SIP route or whether I'm going to choose the lump sum investing route. So we are going to focus about what do we mean by SIP? What do we mean by lump sum? Uh, we are also going to discuss about what are the benefits of each and how do I decide which one is suitable for me? So let's start by understanding what is an SIP. Well, I could have chosen the path of telling you the definition of SIP and then explaining you word by word. But I think let's put it in a very simple format. Okay. I'm sure many a times it happens that parents give some kind of pocket money to their children. Okay. Uh, the child then chooses to uh, save a part of their pocket money and chooses to, uh, you know, put that or save that in a piggy bank. Eventually, over the period of months, as and how he says more and more, the piggy bank will be full. And uh, once it is full, you will ideally take that entire money and put it in a bank. Okay. So what that child did, was it an SIP? That was not a systematic investment plan as such. I can say that was a systematic saving plan of saving every single month and the entire amount from that good luck which was put in the bank at one shot let's say in an fd that was a lump sum investment i'll give you another example i'm sure you might have seen that uh, many a times uh, the the bread earner of the family gives some part of his income to uh, the homemaker right and many a times she prefers to keep or save some money in uh, some kind of box uh, in some uh, Dabba, okay. So, Marathi people will understand this better, I guess. Exactly, right. So, what, what does the homemaker do every single month? She'll set aside some money which her husband is giving her, put it in some cupboard or in some dabba and then eventually when it, it comes to a specific amount, a decent enough amount, then she'll go and put it in the bank. That small amount that she was Keeping aside monthly was again an example of systematic saving, not systematic investment. And the lump sum amount that she put it in the bank, let's say NFD, that was a lump sum investment. But please understand what are the drawbacks in both the cases. The money is neither growing in the piggy bank, nor is it growing in that dabba in which she is keeping the money, right? So what could have been a better way? A traditional better way could have been putting that amount of money, say 100 rupees every month or 500 rupees every month in a recurring deposit. Could that have been a simple explanation of a systematic investment plan? Yes, because that happens systematically. That happens over a specific period of time. The same thought process, if I apply for a mutual fund, wherein I invest some money, say 500 rupees, every month in a mutual fund scheme that is typically referred to as an SIP in a mutual fund. Now, let's understand what are the benefits of an SIP. The very first one is rupee cost averaging. I'll give you a very simple example for that. Assume that you invested your first chunk in a, a mutual fund. Let's say unit price of that mutual fund or the NAV was 100 rupees. You invested in that. Uh, next month, the NAV of that same uh, unit of mutual fund came down to 80 rupees. And you also invested the same amount at that point also. So, what is your average investment? It is 100 plus 80 divided by Two, okay, assuming you purchased one one unit, right? So what happened? Even when market was 100, you invested. Even when it was 80, you invested. And that is what we exactly mean by the term rupee cost averaging. Simple enough, right? Now the second one is disciplined investing. So what do we mean by disciplined investing? I must have a discipline that come what may, every single month, I have to keep a, a sum aside 
from my bank account and investing somewhere. I hope you have understood what is a disciplined investing every single month. You have to keep a, uh, an amount aside. These days, you can also give standing instruction to the bank, okay, wherein every amount, uh, every month, some amount will be auto debited from your bank account, right? And the third one, very important is flexibility, means what? Uh, if something goes down south, okay, just exam an example can be of Corona. So, assume that you were doing an SIP of, let us say, 20,000 per month. And unfortunately, because of Corona, you had to face a salary cut. Now, with the cut in your salary, you are not able to, you know, invest 20,000 per month. Can you pause your SIP for some time? Yes. Can you stop it over a longer duration? Yes. So, that is one very important benefit of SIP, which is nothing but flexibility. Now, let's try and understand when to choose an SIP or basically how do I decide whether an SIP is suitable for me or not. Okay. The very first thing is that... If I am a person who earns a regular source of income, simple example, salary, then it's really beneficial for me, okay? Because I know a specific amount is going to get credited to my bank account every month and out of that, I'm going to save and invest every single month, okay? Number two, very important is that all those people who earn somewhere in the bracket of, let us say, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, they every single time they feel that anyways are, I'm, I'm earning only 10,000 I'm earning only 15,000 when will I be able to make a big investment so for them the trick could be start small and gain big over a period of time okay so for those even if your salary is small that will not matter if you are starting your investment journey through an SIP okay third thing this SIP works really well in a falling market remember my example of investing at 100 level then an eight, at, at 90 level let's extend this example further then you invest at 80 then at 70 then at 60 whatever right so if it is going down and down every single time if you're investing your average cost will automatically be lower so SIP will always work in a falling market fourth when can it be an ideal time to invest in an SIP? I think it's uh, abhi ke abhi. Because anytime, we always call in uh, Sanskrit also, Shubhasya Shigram. You at least have to start it rather than, you know, delaying your decision that it will be my new year resolution or something like that. Start as soon as possible. It will anyways work well in the longer term. But if I'm using the word longer term, then how much? Many people ask me, can I do SIP for one year, for one and a half? Ideally, if you are talking about SIP in an equity mutual fund, then one year is a very small time frame. Ideally, if you ask me, five years can be an ideal time frame. Five years or more can be a good one. Now, let's move on with lump sum investing. What is lump sum? Exactly opposite of SIP investing all at one shot. So there are some people who want to become an expert, stock market expert, all at one shot. And they go onto my website, rachnaranade.com and they see, oh my God, seven courses at one time. And they want to do all seven courses at one shot. And you know, at one point of time, it can be like, oh my God, there is too much to learn. Instead of that, their interest might drop out. Instead of that, you can have a systematic investment plan. You can start early, you can invest your time and then prosper. And that's how you can systematically learn one course every month. And over a period of seven months, you will surely invest very nicely in stock market. And I'm sure investing in this knowledge will fetch you the best returns, right? So with investing lump sum versus investing in SIP, I hope you have understood that all at one shot is like lump sum. Slowly, steadily, a specific amount every month is like SIP investing, right? Now, what are the benefits of lump sum? Let's understand very quickly. The very first one is convenience. So, for example, if, if you have an SIP of, let's say, 10,000 rupees on the 10th of every month, okay, and assume that you get uh, some performance bonus on the 15th, are you going to wait till the next 10th? No. Can you invest this entire bonus at one shot? Exactly, yes. That is 
the benefit of lump sum investing convenience you're not tied to a specific date right the second one is timing the market so if you have sufficient enough knowledge about the market and if you are able to understand okay this is the support level for the market okay ideally market has hit the bottom ideally from your market is going to bounce back then this can be a level when you can invest a chunk of your investment all at one shot a simple example is that a person who might have invested a large sum of money in march 2020 when market was almost at its lowest point i'm sure that person might be like ah as on date right so that is exact exactly what we mean by lump sum investing at a lower point in fact one more quick example is that on 22nd november uh, when the markets corrected by a huge uh, point then at that time many people were like oh my god what to do shall i sell off my investment that was the time when i did a live stream and i told my viewers that nothing no need to panic market is at a good support level right now and if someone might have invested at that point ideally that person should be getting a good return over a longer period of time right so with this i hope you have understood what are the benefits of lump sum investing as well now question is when do i choose lump sum mode of investment if i am a person who is not a salaried person i am a businessman i receive a chunk of money after completing an assignment assume that i am in a film line and i am a director of a movie and i get a big chunk of money after the movie is completed should i go ahead with sip for me maybe lump sum can be a better option right second one even if you are a salaried person and as i mentioned you got some performance bonus that can be one option of doing a lump sum investment third uh, for what time should i keep my money invested even if i have done a lump sum investing again answer remains same ideally period of 5 years so time wise whether it is sip or whether it is lump sum ideally the time for which you should stay invested is at least a period of 5 years but one very important difference is that when will which pattern of investing work sip generally works in a falling market whereas lump sum investing generally works in a rising market thank you for joining us on this episode of finance simplified i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it if you did don't forget to share it with your friends and relatives till then take care jai hind